0: Hello, Portland and elsewhere. This is Right at the Fork. This is another edition of our Right at the Moment uh, podcast, where we're talking to folks in the Portland food industry about uh, COVID-19 and how it has affected their business and what their outlooks are. Uh, So far, if you check out our archives, you're going to hear interviews from Craig Peterson of Ringside, that was recorded last week, as well as John Gorham of Toro Bravo, Inc. Um, and also, most recently, we spoke to Kurt Huffman of Chef's Table, which release, released a, a couple of days ago. Today, we have the opportunity to speak to Mike Zupan of Zupan's Markets. Those of you who listen to the podcast will know that Zupan's Markets is um, has been our sponsor for a few years now and we're very thankful to them for the past and the present and we're also thankful that Zupans continues to operate through this shelter at home order and so uh, it is certainly one of the essential businesses and um, we wanted to talk to Mike about their place in people's lives right now, and uh, what's going on in the grocery world in terms of supply chains, and what they're doing to keep the markets safe and sound um, for both employees and customers. So once again, to let you know that we are recording these podcasts under, um, well, strange circumstances. We don't have the studio, and of course, I didn't acknowledge that my partner, Kurt Johnson, is uh, at home also, operating his radio show with uh, Kink.fm from his now home studio, and also doing whatever editing needs to be necessary on these podcasts and putting it together. We are simply recording this, or I'm simply recording this, at my home through um, some rudimentary procedures, uh, which is simply to have our guests on speakerphone, on my Samsung Note 10 Plus phone, and my old backup Note 8 recording the conversation nearby. So um, rather than asking our guests, who have a lot to do right now to record their ends of the conversation, um, we're producing the podcast in that manner, and hope you bear with us For less than perfect uh, quality, uh, audio quality, for our podcast. We pride ourselves in that under normal circumstances, but these, of course, are extraordinary times. Uh, We wish you all well out there. Everybody has their own story and everyone has their own challenges some way more than others I feel for a lot of the restaurant operators the employees who now find themselves out of a job let's hope that some of the legislation in Washington and uh, perhaps even Salem and even locally in Portland will help them get through this Um, and uh, of course those of you at home with children uh... sheltered for a long period of time um, i feel for you i hope you find some um, new positives that come out of this uh... together and of course the day will come where this will be in our rearview mirrors and uh... we will remember these days very clearly um, it's uh... it's probably on par now or even if not more significant because we're all feeling it Then those of us who lived through the moon landings and uh, even Uh, 9-11. 9-11 was certainly um, an incredible time. However, this is affecting everybody all over the world who have to take action. So um, we thank you for listening to our podcast, Um, sticking with us. Uh, We hope these are helpful to you. Um, We're going to be recording these as time... Uh, moves forward uh, periodically with the folks in our food world who you may want to hear from. So this, now recorded on March 25th, 2020, is Mike Zupan of Zupan's Markets. Hi, Chris. Hi, Mike. How are you?
1: doing fantastic
0: thanks i'm glad to hear that and i sincerely appreciate your taking the time when i know things just aren't business as usual for you now no, it's definitely not business as usual actually. yeah uh, so uh you know one of the things that uh we're all thankful for is that you're there and again right off the top uh i um Mentioned in the intro that we thank you for being our sponsor for as long as you have. We really appreciate that. So, um, and it's great to have such a wonderful, wonderful organization behind us. And it's great to have your markets available to us at such such a terrible time right now. So how are you, take us through, you know, this is probably, let me ask you this. Did you have drills, or had you ever had meetings on what happens in the case of a pandemic?
1: (laughs) No, we've never planned for anything like this, that's for sure.
0: So uh, when it came about, uh, obviously you had to scramble, and you've got issues. It's not quite as simple as everybody thinks it is. You've got to... Work with um, a lot of the the mandates about keeping distance. You've got employees in there handling food. How how are you coping with all of that? What is it? Uh, what is what did it take to put all those together in three different stores?
1: Well, I think that the uh, no the amount of business that came uh, was kind of shocking because we weren't ready for it. As far as uh, Equating that to normal business, we do more business during the holidays, so we can handle the business. We just weren't really ready for it. It'd be like preparing for a snowstorm you didn't know was coming, Mm -hmm. so the people came and they just really wiped us out of our grocery uh, items and and started to stock up on their freezers with meat and other frozen foods and things that uh, they might need. Or a long haul, or stay at home.
0: So, are you able to? Are you still being supplied with most things at a at a res- as a level that can accommodate the situation?
1: We are. I've been in two of our stores uh, today, and we received loads uh, last night. We're receiving loads every single day, and I would say, for the most part, our perishable departments. We're in full force. Uh, we have great. Um, displays in our produce departments, our meat departments, seafood departments, uh, cheese departments, all those have been easily supplied, and and our local vendors have done a great job of taking care of us. I think on the – even even with meat, we saw like a shortage of chicken initially, but today we received our normal chicken delivery. So things are starting to get back to normal there. When it comes to the grocery side – we're still behind, and the suppliers are still behind uh, product uh, getting out and I think those are things like the flour, sugar, um, rice, beans, some of the real staples pasta pasta sauces um, so I think it's just it's getting they're starting to get there, but they're not quite where the uh, perishable departments are
0: So what are some of the bigger challenges that you've faced? since this started, and I know, um, you know, obviously there's, there's a wonderful food industry in Portland, and the restaurants are going through their challenges, and then people might look to grocery stores and say, well, they've got it, they've got it pretty, you know, at least their business is going strong, they know it's going to be there, what would you say to that, is it as easy as that, or, or how is that affecting you?
1: Well, Chris, I'd say no business is easy. And first of all, uh, a heartfelt, uh, sincere, uh, um, you know, feeling for the restaurants and their people who are not able to work right now, and the businesses that are not able to be open. Uh, that's got to be extremely, extremely hard uh, on many of those small business owners and restaurateurs. We're certainly fortunate enough to be uh, open and to be an essential business and be able to remain open during this time. Um, so I don't take that uh, lightly that, that how fortunate we are. I think that the interesting thing is, yes, our business is up and we're seeing this rush for the grocery and the meat and maybe even produce is up a little bit. But what you don't understand or, or maybe the public doesn't see is what is down is our food service is down and that business. Uh, All of our soup bars are closed, our salad bars are closed, our pokey bars are closed. Uh, A lot of the local artisan bakers uh, are closed and not making uh, a product for us. It's like Nola's Donuts and uh, Loretta Jean's Pies and there's so many others. So we're we're missing product of flowers. Uh, People obviously during a time like this, you buy necessities and and, and, uh, floral is not necessarily a necessity of everyday life, it's a it's uh, it's a joy to give flowers, and it's certainly a discretionary. So our flower business is, is down, uh, you know, by over fifty percent. So yeah, there's challenges with that, but we are fortunate to be open. And I think what we've done and been able to do is take people from the departments that are down in our stores and sales, and use them to help stock our shelves, or um, Uh, learning to be a cashier doing other things throughout the store and certainly cleaning we're doing a lot of cleaning uh, out on our our
0: so to that end, um, what are you doing, what do you have to do to make sure both your employees and your customers are as safe as possible? Because they have, they can't stop coming. They have to be there. So what, what do you have to do to do that? Are you, you have, have, do you have some accommodations for older folks and then to make sure that there's distance between both employees and also customers?
1: yeah we're trying to do we're trying to do all the right things chris and
0: every day is a changing environment but we have you know
1: just some of the steps that we've taken we've reduced our store hours so now we're open from eight o'clock in the morning until eight o'clock at night which allows us a little bit more time for stocking our shelves and for cleaning which uh, helps with the social distancing and we are open on mondays and thursdays for an hour earlier at 7 a.m to 8 a.m for some of the uh people who have immune deficiencies or the elderly uh, seniors who like to come in and, and shop uh before the uh you know the main crowd what we are seeing in in the stores Is our customer counts, people are coming less to the store, but when they are coming they're they're buying more. So they're trying to, uh, instead of buying on a daily basis, which is what our stores are based off of, which is a very European uh, type shopping experience. You come in and you shop with what you need today. Well, people are coming in and shopping for, you know, might be three, four or five days uh, at a time.
0: Is there hoarding going on still at the store or how's that, how's that shaken out now?
1: Well... I assume there is some hoarding still going on, but however, you know, if you look at it two weeks ago, we had enough food to feed America and we still have enough food to feed America. It's just in different channels. And so once people stop panicking and and just buying, buying, buying to to stock up, I think it will help uh, people to know that they can come in the store and the stuff's going to be there. One of the most interesting things, and I know we all laugh about it as a society, but it's the toilet paper, right? Everybody's out of toilet paper. So uh, our stores are no different. But I think that if people come into our stores right now and and starting with produce and and looking at our produce departments, uh, they look like they do every day and no different. You wouldn't know a pandemic's going on. And same with our meat departments. And so as you, uh, I think that's a calming force uh, to the public and they come into a store and they don't see things just wiped out, totally decimated and, you know, empty shelves everywhere.
0: Right. So, and so what, um, I'm, I'm still a little uncomfortable with this. How, how do you, uh, as a customer approach the store and know that there's going to be social distance? How's that, how's that work?
1: Well, I think we're all responsible to self-regulate that. And certainly, uh, having our own awareness from seeing the media and reading everything about uh, the COVID nineteen, we have some things that we've done in the store. We have some signs that say "be a a social distance all star," and some things on the store on the floor that say, "you know, this is six feet." Uh, You know, I don't think it's we need to put spots on the ground to tell people where to stand. I think people need to be responsible for themselves and be respectful of others. And you see that, and that's a cultural thing that's changing right now. If I walk around the stores, and you can tell who you know, people want to be uh, kind of left alone or or, or given their space, and so it's just it's a changing norm for sure
0: and uncomfortable. I would think it would be. I mean, my feeling would be if I looked down an aisle and saw a couple of people there, I'd be waiting to go down that aisle. So, and
1: that's that's exactly what's happening. You're very respectful.
0: Well, um, you know, I also live out at the coast and watch the onslaught of people coming out here without any guidance that they should have gotten from Salem. Um, So, yeah, some people are respectful and some aren't, of course. But, um, you know, it's, it's a tough situation. Is there anything that you might impart or suggest to people as they, either from the standpoint as a, of a grocer or just generally speaking, to help get through this um, as a community? Are there some things that, that you've seen out there or that you're doing that you might uh, that point to some hope for people?
1: Well, I think, that I, I think there's always hope and I think we will get through this pandemic and as difficult as it might be right now, we will come to the other side and and uh, we'll all be okay. I would say to people that you know whether they come into our store or any any store, just to be respectful of others. I think that's really important, and to know that the food supply chain is there, and you don't have to uh, hoard up and stock up on things because our product is going to be available. So uh, once the manufacturers and they're doing it right now, and they're working, our industry is working tirelessly to fulfill. Uh, you know, the backlog of orders that are there, you know, from the dry goods side.
0: I would imagine that's, so it, it hasn't presented a real problem. You haven't, you haven't been shut out on certain suppliers. They're, they're moving, that part of our economy and that part of um, our world is continuing to move forward. Are we, We're okay with food.
1: Yeah, I would say so. I, there, there's probably there's a small segment of, of, of certain categories that are struggling right now to get back up into production, into distribution. But I think those are the minorities. If you uh, and I can't speak for the uh, some of the larger uh, box stores, the Costco's or Winco's of the world and where they're at, with their supply. But what I'm seeing on our end. And what we've been very fortunate for is we have tremendous uh, small local artisan producers. Uh, and just to, to name a couple would be like, like grand central baking and Marcy baking and Portland French, uh, Pacific seafood, United salad. All these guys have done a great job for us in keeping us in business and making product. And that's something by, by being local that, uh, it really does make a difference for those, those people because we're in it
0: together. Are are you? Have you had conversations with some of those suppliers? And you know, the, you mentioned some, and then um, yeah, Ken's. And uh, are, are you? Is there concern Ken, that they're going to be able to get through right this? Sure.
1: So, I mean, there's so many. I'm sure I, I missed a bunch of them. There. Yes, I, I've had uh, talks with many of our suppliers, and uh, just making sure that they're okay. Making sure that you know, are they going to are they going to stay open? Do they want to stay open? Um, and, you know, and everybody has to make a decision what's best for themselves and their company. So,
0: well, things are happening in in Washington, and we hope in Salem too. So that they'll those decisions might not be as heart gut wrenching for them going forward. We're we're hoping, but again, this changes daily, weekly, hourly. So. Um, we were originally going to have this conversation Monday, and uh, I'm glad that we we're having it today. Give us a little update, and I'm sure the situation may be a little different come a week or two from now. So, um, yeah, it's always gonna it's always gonna change, but we're glad you're uh, you're there and you're employing people. Um, are you well? That there's a question: Are you are you staffed well enough to handle this or? What's going on with staffing at Zoopans?
1: No, I'm so proud of our team of people. They've done a a terrific job of rising to this occasion. Uh, And we're really serving the public. And that's what we look at as our purpose right now. And we've always had the purpose of providing great food and service and teaching people about quality food and good food and what that means. Uh, and, And we still have that. But our purpose, our deep purpose right now is to have food just for people. And for them to have a place to come uh, and know that they can uh, get food to provide for their family. So that's giving our people purpose right now. I think that's really important. And then you know, we're doing everything we can to try and keep them as safe as possible from reducing our, our store hours and, and trying to move shifts around so we're not having people working on top of each other. Certainly we're doing a tremendous amount of cleaning every day and, and uh, we're doing... We have professional cleaning crews coming to our stores twice a week uh, doing deep cleaning. And there's just lots of little things that we're doing to try and keep them safe. And and the reality is we all don't we don't know. Right. There's a big unknown out there. So,
0: yeah, well, hopefully you've got it dialed in for now and we'll continue. Do you still have those big? I saw when I was in McAdam, that big thing of Purell out front. That was refreshing to see. Still going on. You still have that? We, we do. I think that
1: those are things that are becoming in short supply that I get concerned about. Mm-hmm. And I call kind of the back of the house cleaning materials. But the Perel, the hand, the hand sanitizers and the wipes and those type of things are, are in high, high, high demand. And certainly the hospital and medical care facilities need those as well. And so I think the manufacturers are trying to balance that between taking care of them and also being able to take care of, of industries like ours that are still operating
0: right well thank you so much mike for taking the time i know it's not easy for you and you got to be a you're a busy man generally but uh probably even busier now so thanks so much for taking the time and also thanks for uh bearing with us we really appreciate it
1: hey chris thank you very
0: much okay
1: Stay
0: healthy. Yeah, thank you. You too, and we'll. I uh, hope we'll see you soon. I'm not going to be in town anytime soon, but I saw you my last shopping trip at Zupans. You were there, so uh, and I've seen Very good. The last few Very times. Good. Yeah. Okay, Mike. Thanks so much. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks, Chris.
2: This has been right at the fork with your host Chris angeles and I'm Court Johnson. It's brought to you by Zupans Markets, Toro Bravo Inc. And Ringside Steakhouse. Big thank you to uh those great sponsors who allow us to do what we do and bring you these stories. And speaking of Zupan's markets, right now they're adjusting some things to help us all deal with the impact of coronavirus. Uh, that means they've changed their daily schedule. All Zupan's markets now open daily from 8 to 8, which allows them to take better care of their associates as well as replenish shelves and also clean the stores a little more effectively. They've also instituted that they're going to start opening their stores one hour earlier on Mondays and Thursdays from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. to allow seniors and those people that might have uh, compromised immune systems to come in and shop without large groups around them. They've also, out of abundance of caution, shut down their salad and poke bars, but they are increasing the number of grab and go offerings, which if you've heard Chris and I talk about it, we love to be able to go in there and grab ready to eat meals which is uh, one of the great things that we love about Zupan's markets. They've also suspended all events taking place in their stores uh, through April. So keep your eye on Zupan's.com with the latest on what's happening there. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at Food Podcast PDX or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at Right at the Fork.com.